Welcome to Blunt Blowing Mama podcast. I'm your host, Shanitria, and this is a podcast about all things cannabis and parenthood. Yep, I'm a mom. I got two kids. I'm 31 years old and I got a man. We've been together for over eight years and I decided I'm going to do a podcast and I'm just going to talk all about weed and being a mom. (laughs) So that's what I'm doing. That's been really great. That's been really fun. Then I started interviewing people and just some people who are doing really dope things in the cannabis industry. And I said, you know what? Next, I want to talk to you. So I put a call out on Blunt Blowing Mama's Instagram page. And I heard back from so many of you guys who were interested in being on the Blunt Blowing Mama podcast as a guest and share your story. And now this is for you guys to hear. I cannot fucking wait for you guys to hear these women, these moms, their stories. You're going to be blown away. This is so good. I'm not even going to talk anymore. Let's just get into it. Welcome to season two of Blunt Boy Mama podcast. You guys, it has been a year. (laughs) It's been a year, yo. Okay. It's it's been real, but it's coming to the end of a decade. It's going to be 2020. So I'm like, what the actual fuckery? 2020? Like, that sounds like a back to the future ass year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't believe. Wow. Time flies. Like, I literally had a whole baby at the top of the year and he's about to be one soon. Like when I mean soon, I mean like in a few days, like a couple weeks. I'm in January and I'm just like, what? Anyways, I'm interrupting (laughs) my regularly scheduled season two episodes that I previously had planned. And oh, shit. (laughs) Bless me. Somebody bless me. Bless a sister. Yeah, I'm interrupting that to come at y'all if, you know, I thought a necessary episode where basically I'm just going to kind of review the year, you know, like Blunt Boy Mama launched in May of this year um, with a Mother's Day event and a launch party. And it was dope. But you know what, guys, I'm just going to be real with you in this episode. Okay, I'm going to be absolutely 100 percent clear and transparent and everything. And I want to talk about my successes, my success, my successes. <laughs> I'm going to smoke some weed with you guys. I'm going to talk about my failures. I want to talk. I want to touch on some really hot button topics that seem to really matter and were important to you guys during this year that I got asked the most and just celebrate, you know, doing this podcast for seven months. It's been seven months. It'll be one year in May of next year, which is a lot closer than it sounds, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, yo, it's like, it's crazy. And I'm so happy that you guys are all still rocking with me, that you're still listening to this podcast, that you guys are <laughs> sending me all the love and like saying all the kind things that I often 
getting message from you guys, you know, saying that this podcast helps you feel like you're not alone. This podcast helps you realize that there are other women out there who smoke weed, that there are moms out there who smoke weed, that you're not a bad mom for smoking weed, that, you know, just find your tribe just to hear from not just myself, you know, testifying each and every episode why cannabis is the gospel truth for every woman and mom out there, (laughs) but also because you're able to hear from other women in the cannabis industry or regular ass moms who are doing regular ass shit. And we're just like, yeah, weed is everything, bitch like get into it (laughs) um which is why I love doing this podcast it's why I keep trying to make sure I can bring it to you guys for as long as possible I work my ass off for y'all you don't even know (laughs) um yeah man so I just want to I want to talk about those things with you guys but first let's sesh right let's let's do our last Wow, our last smoke sesh of the year. It's coming right now. I'm about to smoke on some animal cracker. Yeah. <laughs> um, the dispensary closest to my house is uh, LA Patient Caregivers. Caregiver? LA PCG. <laughs> They're on Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood, which is where I live. Don't y'all be trying to find out where I live. Now don't be trying to pop up at my house. Don't be crazy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's a really dope dispensary. I love the butt tenders there. They have a decent selection of items, cannabis items to choose from. And I love their flower and their concentrate selection. The flower is a little pricey, but it's always really good flower. It's good flower. So I got this animal cracker from them. Uh, it's supposed to be a, a an indica dominant hybrid. And you know what? I just find that it's just a decent middle down the way hybrid. It, the THC level for this strain. Oh, actually, no, I'm I'm lying. Y'all, let me look at this this, this bottle, this container. I'm, I'm lying. I'm actually about to smoke sugar cookies. <laughs> I was smoking animal cracker. So let me explain. I was smoking Animal Cracker earlier, and um, it's also an indica dominant uh, hybrid, which I was like, oh, fuck, I hope it doesn't make me sleepy. But the THC content for it, I think, is like, uh, hold on, this one is, so yeah, I think it's like 21 or something, which isn't, that don't really fuck me up. I'm a real stoner. Like, it's got to be like 25%, 24% and over to get me fucked like not and that won't even get me fucked they'll just get me anyways so 20 percent, 21 percent, 19 percent. that's like uh thc content that's not gonna do anything for i mean it's gonna get me like high but i'm not gonna be twisted i'm not gonna be faded i'm not gonna be fucked up i'm not gonna be couch locked so um if that says anything so i smoked the animal cracker and it it, it does give like a lot of relaxing body effects and also decent head high um so i do like it it's not it's nothing to write home about anyways sugar cookies which i'm about to smoke now i've only smoked it one other time so this is gonna be my second time smoking it but it's also a hybrid that's indica dominant and um I think it's a good, I liked it. I smoked it last night and I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, but I don't think it's super duper like, oh, it's, it doesn't really make me sleepy, sleepy, which sometimes is what I look for in an indica. Like, But I don't want it to make me super duper sleepy. So for instance, Gorilla Glue number four is a strain that like, it's a great indica dominant strain um and for a lot of people they love it because of the heavy body effects that it can give you i personally am i'll 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 smoke it like if i know if i know i'm dealing with some 
serious insomnia, I'll grab Gorilla Glue number four and I know it's going to knock me the fuck out. But it doesn't really do that for all people. So, you know, different strokes for different folks. If you like it, then you should try it. And <laughs> But, you know, certain strains definitely affect different people differently because we have different body chemistries and eat different things and live different lives. And, you know, so enough of that let me smoke this motherfucking weed with y'all i can't believe it's gonna be our last smoke sesh on the podcast of 2019 (sighs) cheers to many many more yo like seriously oh i didn't even put any flour in the bowl so i guess i'll while i do that i'll keep talking to y'all but seriously cheers to you guys cheers to you for showing up to your to your job every fucking day showing up for your family every single day for being a great partner great mother daughter brother sister uncle uncle cousin auntie whatever you is grandma grandpa like cheers to you because i know weed is helping you we be helping me. <laughs> we helps me show up for myself and those who love me and care about me and rely on me and depend on me and pay me <laughs> every day. So cheers to y'all because nobody being like, you don't even know. The crazy part of when you work with people is like, you actually really don't know how many of your coworkers actually like fucking smoke like smoke will smoke you out like fucking smoke so much fucking weed and you would never even know like i think that's the beauty of the plant and i I think that's why some of the people that i'm tightest with and cool so they smoke weed because it just brings you to the plant brings you together Speaking of being brought together, I hope you have your blunt, your joint, your pipe, your bong, your bubbler, your whatever you're smoking on. Like, let's sush together. Cheers. Have some trouble lighting it. <laughs> mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. There she is. <laughs> She pulling how she supposed to pull now. Okay. All right. 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 Chicken, 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 boy, please. Whatever. Y'all remember that song? That's how y'all know I'm country. I'm from the South. But though, that is the kind of music that I grew up listening to. So that gives you some insight into why I am the way I am. (laughs) I'm neither here nor there. So.
Blonde Boy Mama podcast. You guys know it's a podcast all about all things cannabis and parenthood. You hear the spiel. You listen to many episodes. There's your first episode. Welcome. Um, I've been sharing my journey with you guys about being a parent who uses cannabis, um, you know, for the past seven months now on this podcast and sharing the stories of other women and moms. And it's been amazing. It's been incredible. You know, it's been a hell of a ride. But I've had some... I've fallen down this year. Like I've had uh, what I consider failures. I didn't, there were two separate, like three separate occasions actually where I did not post a new episode. So there were three separate weeks where I didn't, you know, post the podcast two times. I did, I didn't post anything. I didn't even say anything or mention it <laughs> on a uh, blonde blonde mama's Instagram page. And I felt horrible about it, but I mean, I couldn't beat myself up that much because I had to remind myself that I am, undertaking, producing, recording, booking, you know, a podcast all by myself while also raising an infant and a four-year-old. Like, bitch, like, don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> like, because most normal people don't decide, oh, you know what I'm going to do? Like, I just had a baby and I think I'm going to launch a podcast. Like, nobody does. Who does that? I do. I, I did. And, and it was crazy, but it's been so worthwhile and rewarding. But because of all those things and all those responsibilities, I wasn't able to keep up. And so I fell down a couple of times and, you know, I got back up. That's kind of the point there. And I tightened up and I tightened up my processes and I started recording large amounts of episodes in like a two month time frame so that I knew that I would be all caught up. I'm actually recording this podcast kind of um, in the clutch. <laughs> I decided last minute that I wasn't going to post the my scheduled episode and actually just record um, a year end episode because I realized that next week would be um, you know, a new year when I post my episode and I want to make sure that I have an end of year episode with you guys and that it, you know, airs right now. And I hope you, you guys enjoy it. So yeah, so I decided I was going to record it late, which means that the episode may be up late. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I just wanted to, I felt it important to do this and, you know, I don't get to talk to you guys that much anymore, I feel like. I've been doing all these interviews and stuff, and I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> Do you care? I don't know. Am I talking into the ether? I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, so the thing is, that happened. I consider that a failure on my part. I feel like I let you guys down, and most importantly, I let myself down. But I tightened up after that. You know, I did have a family emergency. And so for that reason, I mean, I had everything ready. I was going to post it, but I just didn't feel like I had, I was, in it and and if I'm not in it you know like all of me emotionally um mentally if I'm not there then I can't fake it and I would have been faking it and so and, and during that time when I did tell you guys I needed that uh that moment to myself to focus on my family it actually did help a lot and I learned something from that I learned that you know what? Sometimes you don't, you can't be everywhere at once. And I hate being called a strong woman and, you know, like, no, like sometimes I'm weak and that's fine. It's okay to have weaknesses, weaknesses, recognizing your weaknesses makes you stronger. And, but sitting around here and walking, acting like a shit don't stink and you don't have any weaknesses doesn't benefit you or anybody. And I seriously doubt you'll ever be able to grow. And I'm all about growth and growing and challenging myself. And, you know, I have a lot of weaknesses. I fucked up a lot this year, you guys. Like, I, you know, I've, um, 
I've just, I've, I've fallen down. Like I'm still working on being punctual. You know, if anybody knows me on a personal, like super personal, I'm talking about like my family, they know that I've been struggling with my punctuality my entire life. Like when I tell you I've been late to everything, I've been late to everything. I've been, I was late to my high school graduation. I was <laughs> my high school graduation. I was also late to my college graduation <laughs> and my graduate school graduation. <laughs> I've been late to final exams in college. I've been late to school countless times in high school. Oh my gosh. Um, I was late to the hospital when I was supposed to give birth to my daughter because um, we had a scheduled induction. I was late. Um, <laughs> like there's nothing. I The only thing I haven't really been late to are job interviews. And usually I'm like, cutting it close I'll be like there at like one minute after or like on the dot or like like three minutes afterwards or something I but you know I struggle with punctuality um to the point where one of my professors told me he was like Shanitri you know half of life is just showing up and I was like oh god don't like please don't I know I feel awful please and so he just like and gave me this lecture and I'll just I'll never forget it and I was like damn half of life is just showing up on time <laughs> like just being there and making it and so a lot of people that know me and love me are just like girl we already know like I have a hairstylist love her Talisha hey girl um and Harlem has been doing my hair forever um and she knows like when she when I book an appointment I'm gonna be late like she just knows and it's so bad that she knows that but she just knows I'm always she's like girl what I already know like so she already knows like that she can go do whatever errand she might have to do and get back and I'll still want her like you know like, oh, like it's just everybody in my life knows right it's like an ongoing joke but it's also, you know, it can be annoying if you don't know me or if you're just meeting me, you can feel disrespectful. And being out here in L.A., people be, like, really on time. Let's see, like, in L.A., I think because the traffic is so crazy, like, nine times out of ten, people are always on time. And if they're when they're not on time, then they are late, late, bitch. Because like there's some crazy ass traffic shit happening. But usually people here are like shockingly on time, even the black people, which is off-putting to me. Because as a black person from the South, like black people in the South be late every fuck CP fucking time. Like it's part of the culture. They're not as late as I am. <laughs> but they'll be late. It's just part of the culture. It's part of like everybody. It, like when people say like the pace is a lot slower in the South. It's true. And the pace is so slow that people are always late to things. So <laughs> that's like part of my DNA. And it's something that I've been working on. And now that I'm, you know, in business for myself and doing things by myself and running Blunt Blunt Mama by myself, I mean, not having to kind of answer to anybody I'm answering to myself. I have to hold myself more accountable with being on time and arriving to meetings and phone calls and interviews and whatever I have set up for Blunt Blunt Mama and doing it on time. So it's something that I have really fucked up this year, <laughs> like just being real. And it's it's not even funny. It's unfortunate because, you know, being not being not showing up or not showing up on time can cost you money, can cost you business, you know, can cost me business, potential business and partnerships and friendships and, um, you know, first impressions and the, the first few impressions you have of someone are everything, um, you know, so 
charming and uh, <laughs> a winning personality can only go so far, you know, talent and all those things. Nah, 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 nah. Sometimes some people, the best way to show them, you know, that you're for real or that you respect them or that you're in it or that, you know, or you value them is to just show up and be there on time. And so it's like, that's a really basic thing that I got to work on. So I'm going to, in 2020, I want to work on that. I'm, I want to work on that. Along with rolling joints, it's really fucking embarrassing that I can't roll joints. <laughs> oh my gosh. So those are like the two things, totally separate, but very, very important things um, that I want to work on um, in 2020 that I feel like I failed at, you know, this year. You know, I also feel like, I also feel like I, you know, failed at controlling my temper. I have a horrible temper, which caused me to have you know, like really reckless disagreements with Bay, and that is just not worth it at the end of the day. I'm still working out. I'm not perfect. We disagree. We're young. You know, like I'm 31. Of course, I'm going to be popping off at the mouth, you know, when I'm, you know. <laughs> so, but I've definitely gotten chiller as I've gotten older and, you know, I've gotten wiser. And again, it's just coming down to like, you just learn that some shit just not work. Like, I got so many other things to be worried about right now. Like, you just choose your battles, you know? And sometimes you just be fed the fuck up and it's like, all right, I'm about to pop the fuck off and I'm about to erupt. It's about to be a motherfucking volcano. Bitches better take cover. <laughs> um, but, you know, so I'm working on that as well. That's, I haven't been, I didn't really do well in that area this year. Um, yeah. And I mean, also, you know, I, I wanted to do more events this year and I, a, f- a few people, a lot of you guys have asked me about events and have been like, Shanisha, are you going to do more blah, 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 mama events or something else? And I, I did one, I did one in May and maybe it was too soon. My platform wasn't nearly um, the size it is now back in May. Um, but I did, I did a mother's day event slash launch party for blunt boy mama podcast. And I'll be real with you guys. Ain't nobody show up. <laughs> like people did. So a lot of really amazing influencers showed up who showed me so much support and were so kind. And, you know, it was just like, I was so grateful and humble that they were there and that they were spending their time. And, you know, it, it felt good. But like, as far as ticket sales, mm, I think I sold like three tickets being real, just being transparent and being 100. And so I, and I spent a lot of money on that event and it was like devastating to not make any of that money back. And so I was just like, I, and and all the time I spent on planning that event, I could have been focused on the podcast and doing stuff for the podcast because during that time I, um, I think it was my mom. No, uh, Jared's mom was in town and she was like helping us with the kids. And so like I could have been used instead of that time when like she was there and helping us. Like instead of focusing on that event, I could have been focused on my podcast and like produce more content did so much more things, made more episodes. Um, so I was just like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. And left like a bad taste in my mouth, you know. Does that mean that I'm totally turned off from doing events ever? No, I would love to do another one. I just don't know when because I I want to make sure I'm able to sell tickets <laughs> at the end of the day, um, you know, and I want to make sure I'm actually able to connect with you guys and that you guys are actually, this is something you want that you'll actually show up. I mean, otherwise I'm just wasting my time and I don't want to waste my time. My time is super valuable to me and I would rather pour it into the podcast, which is something I know you guys want and, you know, or pouring it into creating um, blunt 
Blunt Born Mama merch, which was, which was a win for me this year. Um, the Blunt Born Mama merch is like, you guys love it. So I would rather think about what other designs and styles can I have? Like, what else can I offer for you guys? Like, I think that's, you know, a better use of my time than events. So that that answer is kind of like a, one of my frequently asked questions. Are you going to do an event? Eh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, long story short. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. And um, who who's to say what the future holds? Maybe maybe I will. I don't know. But we'll, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? Stay focused. Stay focused. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> Ooh, the weed is kicking in. It's feeling great. I like it. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a chill strain. Like I said, it it's definitely indica dominant, but it's not so indica dominant where I feel like, oh, I need to go take a nap. But if I did take a nap, I would be able to have the best nap ever because I, this is a really mellow body high I'm feeling right now. Um, but I digress. So, yeah, I think that, you know, that was those are just like a few little things that I'm thinking about as I reflect back on my year and like things that like that were hits and misses or successes and failures for me this year. Um, as far as successes, I mean, I finally crossed over 10K for Insta for Blunt Boy Mama's Instagram account, which was lit. Thank you guys, everyone, for following. Um, I finally just, you know, like honed in on a content strategy that was easy for me to maintain one. And once I was able to maintain it easily, I was able to be consistent. And all that led to the growth in me being the person that I am, which is somebody who always wants to engage and talk to you guys and see what's up and form relationships. Friend, I feel like some of y'all are my friends, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so that's all very important to me because that creates a sense of community that I think and I want Blunt Boy Mama to be. Um, which is why I think, um, which is why I'm just so excited that you guys received the merch so well. It's something I've been talking about for like a year, like ever, like since last year, last summer, I was just like, wow, I should do merch. Like, oh, like I have all these sayings and stuff. I should just put it on a t-shirt. Like, and I was just like so nervous somebody else would beat me to it or knock me off or whatever. And um, I don't know. I just kept coming up with excuses for why I couldn't make the time to research what I need to research to make the shirts. And uh, one day I was just like, bitch, you're on your computer. Stop everything you're doing and just look up like what you need to look up to launch the merch and I did and it literally took like one hour out of my fucking evening you know like sometimes when people are like oh I just don't have time to do such and I'm like you can make time for the things that matter to you for the things that you want to have time for you will make time for them like you want a family you're gonna make time for that family if you want this relationship you better make time for that relationship if you want that job you want that check every week then or every two weeks or two on the 15th and the last day of the month whenever you get paid <laughs> <laughs> you're going to show up to that job every day. You make time for it. So you're going to make, you make time for the things that really matter to you. And so I was just like, okay, bitch, just do it. So I did it. You know, sometimes just do it. If you're like, oh, I don't have time for this. And I'm the queen of that, especially when you have two kids. You can always, I always find ways to kind of psych myself out and be like, I don't have time for it because I have two kids. And it's just like, bitch, come on. You're not the first woman in the world to have kids and fucking have a career or do or follow her dreams or, you know, do whatever you want to do. So I'm just like, all right. I'm just gonna do this shit like you know <laughs> I'm just gonna handle it so I did and um it was the best decision ever it's 
BBM merch, Blah Blah Mama merch has been so well received by you guys. It's been selling. Um, I'm excited. Like people, like it's it's lit. So I have lots of things in mind for that uh, going forward next year. I'm really excited. Uh, if you haven't checked out um, the Blunt Blah Mama merch items, you should. The shirts are lit. There's one that says first I smoke weed, then I do things. There's another one that says moms who smoke weed are not bad moms. <laughs> so you should definitely check them out. Um, just go, go on Instagram, uh, go to at BBM clothing line uh, and you'll see Blonde Blonde Mama merch, <laughs> all the shirts that I sell. You can get yourself one. Uh, it's again, that is at B as in boy, B as in boy, M as in man, <laughs> clothing line. <laughs> I be doing that when I be calling like in trying to get help or um, customer service or whatever. And they'll be like, ma'am, can you spell your name? I'll be like, S is in Sam, H is in house, O is in, <laughs> N is in Nancy, I, T is in Tom, R is in Raymond. <laughs> Because I just don't have time for you fucking up spelling my name. So if I break it down for you like that, there's no, I don't want to have to review it again with you. I just did. I gave you all the details. You know, like I just getting older and just having shorter patience for those tedious little things you have to do as an adult. Adulting is so fucking tedious. It's just full of tedious little tasks that you have to keep doing. I'm digressing. I'm going to get back to it. (laughs) I can really go on a tangent about how adulting is just so hard and annoying and all the tedious little shit you have to fucking do (sighs) okay rant over (laughs) um but yeah so i mean though there were some you know some wins and there were some lose losses and it's all part of it i take everything as a lesson which is i feel like the best way to approach anything when you're trying something new or especially as an entrepreneur you know especially if you're a podcaster you know just keep going just don't stop whatever you do just keep going (laughs) consistency is key everything's gonna pay off you know make sure you're in it for the right reasons don't be in it for no followers or insta fame or to be an influencer on be on the top list for this or that like just do it because you have a message that you feel like will resonate with other people and needs to be out there that's why you should do it and and if you're hearing back from people saying thank you for doing this i love this then you're on the right path you know so I get asked like a few questions from you guys all the time. <laughs> and so I just want to like finally address them. <laughs> I feel like I do mailbag episodes, like stoner mail episodes where I answer y'all's stoner mail. Um, but I haven't done, I mean, I think I did one recently, but I never feel like I get to answer all the questions. So off the top of my head, off the top of the dome, um, I'm just gonna answer uh, some things that I do find myself getting asked a lot by you guys. Um, just because I think it's really, so sometimes my answers change and some, some of this is like updates. So I get asked from you guys, um, a lot ever since, uh, I posted it or like you guys bring it up a bit is the the co-sleeping, the co-sleeping episode that I did of the podcast, uh, 
does get a lot of buzz. And I think it's because co-sleeping is kind of like a hot button topic in the parenting world, right? You know, and people are like, oh, like they're either like you shouldn't co-sleep or, you know, they do and they strongly believe in. And I don't think I haven't really met people who are like, ah, it's whatever. I don't really care. It's like people feel very strongly about it. And I, I don't feel strongly about it, but I will say that like I do support co-sleeping whether that be actually sharing the bed bed sharing or having your baby in like a separate bassinet next to your bed um i just feel like this baby was just born like just came out of your body and they're in this big world full of all of this sensory like all these things that are just stimulating your senses all the time and all this noise and all these lights and just like so many things and they're in this you want them to lay in this big bed which for them it's it probably feels like a big ass bed all by themselves when they used to just be wrapped up in your tummy and like with you every night and so it's like why wouldn't they continue to be with you until they can fend for themselves and successfully sleep on their own why force them to do it so young? I mean, it feels like we're always forcing little kids to grow up. And then when they finally grow up, we don't want them to grow up. Like what? Like what? That doesn't make any kind of sense to me. But maybe that's just my, that's just my logic. You know, <laughs> you can agree with me or you cannot. I We're all entitled to have our opinions, you know, <laughs> that's just mine. So um, yeah, we're still sharing the bed with our little baby boy. Um, he is now 11 months. He'll be, like I said earlier in the episode, he'll be one <laughs> very soon in January. I'm very sad about that. Um, and he's still sleeping in the bed with us and it doesn't really bother me too much. I don't, I don't know how long he's going to sleep in the bed with us. Maybe until he's two, maybe until he's one and a half, like, who knows? Like until it just feels like it's not, it's not a working situation for us. I don't really put like an expiration date on it. Um, it's definitely just about comfort. It's about ease, and especially as a breastfeeding mom, and I am still breastfeeding. Um, it's easier. I don't like. I don't, I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night and walk to another room to feed my baby, put him down, and then walk. Like what? No, I'm already. If I had to do all that, I'm awake. Like I'm. You woke me up. Like, <laughs> and I don't want to do that. I don't want. Sleep is very important to me, so I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we still do it, and yeah, it's a damper on the sex life for sure. Um, but it's so rewarding to like wake up in the morning and see his face and see him smiling on me. And no, I'm not going to roll over on him. I'm a very much so aware that he's a whole entire human, like with a warm ass human living body. Like I'm going to feel him. I'm going to smell him. I'm going to hear him breathing. It's just, it's just impossible to roll over on your baby when you're um, sharing the bed with him. I, in my opinion, if you're a responsible parent with your, your the five senses that God gave you and the common sense that he also gave you, that she gave you, that, that yes, that was given to you, bestowed upon you by the universe. <laughs> There's no fucking way you're going to roll over on your baby. At least I wouldn't. I'm just, I'm like, no, girl, it's just not happening. So I hate when that's like an argument or people are like, oh, and it's like, I, I just always ask them, like, do you have kids? Do you, would you, do you, could you ever see yourself rolling over on your baby? No. Um, so 
And I like it. I don't, I've said this before. Um, we shared the bed with my daughter until she was three. Like when I, when she, we kicked her out of the bed when I found out I was pregnant with my baby boy. Um, that's when she, <laughs> and she was three. So, <laughs> you know, do with that as you may. And, and she, she, now she sleeps in her bed all by herself all through the night, but she does wake up in the morning and creep into our bed. So by the time I wake up in the morning, there are four humans <laughs> in our bed, which luckily we have a king. <laughs> we need the space. <laughs> so that takes me to breastfeeding and smoking weed. I'm doing that. I've been breastfeeding and consuming cannabis now. Um, and my son is, as I said, 11 months old. I resumed my cannabis use when, I, when he was one month old. Um, and I've been smoking weed daily ever since. <laughs> and it's helped me tremendously with being the best mom I can be, especially to a mom of not just one, but two kids, which is a huge, nobody talks about how huge of a lifestyle change that is. Like it takes us like 10 hours to get ready to go somewhere. <laughs> like when we make it out of the house and we find like, and we're finally in the car and we're getting to our destination, it feels like we just fucking conquered fucking Mount Kilimanjaro. Like I feel like a motherfucking champ. Like, wow, we, we did it. We, <laughs> high five we actually got out of the house um so it's a huge transition it's a lot um and to not be stressed by it, which i could be constantly stressed about it um i smoke weed and it helps it helps a lot it helps me relax but it also helps me with the every the beast that is postpartum which comes with so many heavy emotions and anxieties and ugh, weight fluctuation and you temperature regulation issues and sweating a lot and like just like all the things that happen to you after you have a baby like you won't be freaking out as much and take it all too seriously if you just smoke some weed and you'll get through it and you'll realize this is what my body is doing like trust your body know that your body knows exactly what it is doing okay Every woman since the beginning of time has been giving birth to babies and their bodies have done everything that it needed to do. And so you just have to trust your body and know that. And it took smoking weed <laughs> after I had my baby boy this year for me to realize that I didn't know that after I had my daughter. I wasn't thinking like that because I wasn't smoking weed. And I'm not saying that weed has this magic power to make me think differently. I'm just saying that when I'm smoke weed when I medicate with ganja it allows me to kind of like open my third eye <laughs> it allows me to finally like silence out the noise and meditate and just really think like really really think in a meaningful and intentional way about the things that matter to me the most and it and when I do that it allows me to be a better woman it allows me to be a better mother it allows me to be a better partner and those are the things that matter and are important to me and so I smoke weed every day <laughs> I smoke weed every day I um usually like once a day twice a day if I'm lucky three times um I always smoke at night before I go to bed I always always take rips from my bong um I smoke usually an indica at night um my tolerance level has increased since I started back smoking weed um 10 months ago um was it 10 months ago yeah like 10 months ago um 
because it was shit. It was so I could get high so easily, <laughs> so easily when I first started back smoking weed. And now that you know I'm at the end of the year and I've been smoking weed for a while, my tolerance has gone up, and so now it takes more to get me high. That's real. That happens. Um, and I noticed that because one day I was able to smoke. I smoked a bowl, an t- entire bowl of weed from my bong, and I wasn't really high. And I was like, whoa. Did my tolerance level just, yep, my tolerance level just went up. <laughs> so I don't even know what I was talking about. I'm so high. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, there's just, I, 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 my cannabis use as a breastfeeding mom and a pregnant mom are not the same. I consumed far way, way less cannabis when I was um, pregnant. And it was on a need to basis for like medicinal purposes, like a headache, my back aches, um, insomnia, you know, whatever for those like very, it, it was intentional for those purpose, those medicinal purposes to aid and relieving some sort of ailment. Um, I wasn't trying to get high. Now that I'm breastfeeding and I'm so close to the one year mark, which is when I want to start weaning my son off of the boob, (laughs) hopefully, Um, that's a whole nother journey that I'm just going to have to start in 2020 and keep my fingers crossed and good vibes. Um, But yeah, it's just one of those things where it's just like, you know, breastfeeding can sometimes hurt. Like, let's be real. Like, and my son has teeth now. And sometimes like he bit my nipple once. I was like, oh, hell no. And smoking weed helps. Of course, he's not running around biting my titty. Like, (laughs) but like breastfeeding, especially that would say like the first, maybe like month for sure, but two to three months, it can be rough. Like your nipples feel raw. They are sore. They're tender to your touch. And then your baby just keeps on latching, latching and latching because you're feeding them like every three or four hours. And um, it doesn't feel good on your titty. (laughs) But you know what helps? Weed. (laughs) Smoking weed with THC in it, it will help take that pain away and you'll feel so much better. Like nurse your baby, put your baby down for his his or her nap and then go grab a joint. Thank me later. <laughs> You're going to feel so much better. I'm not saying get stoned out of your mind. I'm just saying, you know, be responsible, stay within your limits, which is what I've been doing. And I can't wait until I stop breastfeeding because then I'm going to get to go ham. I cannot wait. (laughs) I can't wait because even now I still restrict and limit myself because I am breastfeeding. And I I do have to be responsible because I'm handling an infant. And I don't want to get so high where I don't, you know, where I can't pick up my baby, you know. I don't want to do that. Like, that's not, that's just like, I'm not going to drink so much work. You know, it's being responsible, knowing your limits, having each use uh, and every time when you consume cannabis, it be intentional. Those are the things that I do. And those are the things that I promote with this platform, not irresponsible use them. You know, cannabis is a medicine, it's a plant, but just like any other thing, it can be abused. Um, And I don't support that. You know, use, use it, use the, use the plant with, uh, with like love and, and come from a place of like, I, a he of healing and wanting healing and to aid in the healing of you and watch it do wonders, you know? So yeah, I, I breastfeed and I smoke a lot of fucking weed. 
um, two times a day usually. Once in the daytime, I'll like steal away and do a quick dab, which is like my favorite way because uh, dabbing is fast and it's effective. The high hits you instantly, <laughs> lasts a little little minute and it gets me through nap time, gets me through like maybe breakfast. Like if I can wake up a little bit before they get up and get a quick dab in, oh yeah, I'm a wake and bacon ass bitch. I definitely wake and bake. Um, and then if I can, if I'm lucky, then I'll get to smoke again in the afternoon and the baby has a nap. So if I do a wake and bake, nap time sesh, and then bedtime sesh, that's three times in a day. That's a good day. <laughs> Some days I only get to smoke at night. Those are the tough days because those are the days I'm going to be a bitch. Because if I can at least medicate once during the day while I'm at home taking care of the kids, because as you guys know, I'm doing a stay-at-home mom thing, um, then it helps me tremendously with getting through the day and the mini tears, screaming. And I, I swear, I say be nice like 20 times a day. Be nice to each other. Sore, be nice. Be nice. Share. Be nice. <laughs> All the time. Uh, I say the same. Share, share. Share, share, share. I say that all the time. Why don't children like sharing? (laughs) I mean, I get it. I totally get it. But just fucking share, okay? Just do it. Like, it's your brother. You guys have to love each other. You're stuck with each other forever. Do it. Just stop it. (laughs) But yeah, so I, I, I I smoke weed. And I breastfeed and my baby's doing so, so good. He's saying mama. He's saying dada. He's saying bye-bye. He can say, I do. I swear he says I do. I've heard him say it. Um, he's just so, ad- he's advanced and he's walking. He barely crawls. He's trying to run. Um, he wears toddler size clothing. Like he's so smart. He's, he loves to read. Like he loves books. So cannabis babies are smart. I consumed cannabis when I was pregnant with him. Um, like I said, on an as needed basis and he's doing just fine. He's brilliant. And seeing how well he's doing makes me feel like, it makes me feel like, damn, I did the right thing. And I wish like hell that I had did the same for my daughter. Like my one regret with my first pregnancy of my daughter is that I did not consume any cannabis. That's my number one regret being real. So, you know, follow your instincts, ladies. If you feel like cannabis is something you need, then fucking consume cannabis. Do it responsibly. And if you don't have any support, which is another question I get asked a lot, you know, what do I do if I don't have any support? Fuck them. Like nobody else is going to be raising your baby but you. Nobody else is going to be there in the hospital giving birth to that baby or wherever you give birth but you and maybe your partner, maybe your mama, maybe your daddy. <laughs> but And at the end of the day, nobody's going to be showing up every Christmas, birthday, uh, Hanukkah, New Year's, fucking Valentine's Day, all that shit in between when the baby shits all over your fingers and you're in the corner crying, your baby's crying and nobody's going to be there for that. And if cannabis helps you get through those moments, those in-between moments that nobody sees, you know, between the perfect shots on Instagram and the, the, the shitty finger moments <laughs> when you're in the corner crying with the baby. Yeah, nobody sees that. And weed's going to help you. Weed's going to help you get through that. And it's going to help you feel like yourself. And it's going to help you feel better. And it's going to make you realize, oh, I don't give a fuck. I got shit on my fingers. So what? Let's go play with some blocks. <laughs> okay, please wipe the shit off your fingers before you play with the blocks. But you know what I'm saying? So... It helps, y'all. It helps. It helps tremendously. And I was just, I can't say enough the ways that it helps me. Um, 
those are like the main questions I get asked. And then lastly, a lot of you guys have listened to an older episode that I did about um, open relationships. And I get asked a lot of uh, follow-up questions about that from you guys <laughs> sometimes, which I guess I never really, I think I did follow up on an episode, but I didn't like really, really follow up. So here's the deal. We haven't really chatted about it as much um, anymore because like life happens. So many other things have been going on that we haven't had time to talk about um, it. But I think that we agreed to put a pin in it until um, like next year or something like that. Just to, But it's not completely out of the window, but it's also not inside of <laughs> either, if that makes any sense. So it's definitely something that... Um, the conversation is the air, but it's not moving. It's not going anywhere. So we just put a pen in. It's like, okay, let's just talk about it another time. But in the meantime, like we're doing other things and we're exploring other things. And like, and for those of you who don't know about this episode or haven't listened to this episode, I talk, basically talk about um, wanting to have an open relationship with my partner. And he was, you know, totally against it. It was just like, nah, bro. Like <laughs> essentially, essentially he was just like, nah, bro. Like we're not doing this. Like, are you crazy? Like, I don't want to have an open relationship. And I was not happy about it. And neither of us were happy about it <laughs> for a good minute. And, um, you know, I mean, he has some valid points about, you know, why he didn't want to have an open relationship. One of them being like, we haven't even done all the things um, intimately that he wants to do. And I was like, you know, a fair point. Like, let's just tackle some of those things. Like, let's do some of those things that you want to do uh, with, you know, and explore sexually. Like, let's just go there. Let's do those things. Let's try out stuff. Let's have fun. And after we do that, then let's talk about it. Because <laughs> life is long, yo. So I'm not going to completely shut the door on that but I do think that he made a fair point and again relationships are all about compromise guys kiddos it's all about compromise um so and listening even though you may think you're right and I thought and I feel and I still do think I'm right <laughs> you have to compromise so I've let it go let it go <laughs> um for now yeah um, yeah, so, I mean, so many things, guys, but those are, like, all the main things I wanted to talk about with you. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I'm just super excited for next year, 2020. I have so many things planned and, um, so many things I want to do that hopefully I can make happen for, uh, this next year. And thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for following Blunt Blowing Mama on Instagram and getting your Blunt Blowing Mama merch and rocking those shirts and tagging them on me, tagging Blunt Blowing Mama on Instagram. I love seeing y'all and in, in the merch and I and I love reading your reviews and I love when y'all send me messages, even if I get back to you three months later. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. Like it's so backed up with these DMs. <sighs> Oh, and I just, I love, I love reading y'all's messages and I, and I want to get back to each and every one of you, but I get so many, so it's hard and I don't, and it's just me. So <laughs> I do my best. Um, but yeah, y'all are so dope. Y'all are so lit. And I, I want to like keep talking and share more, but I also don't want this to be the world's longest episode. So <laughs> if there was anything else I wanted to say in this episode, I mean, I'm just too hot to remember. 
So um, until next time, guys, that's, that's really, you know, I'm going to smoke this, take this last hit from my bong, and y'all are welcome to join me. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Y'all have a happy new year. Set your intentions, be mindful, and just like smoke hella weed, and you will prosper in 2020. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> but. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Blunt Boy Mama podcast. This is season two. I am so happy to be bringing this to you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait for you guys to hear next week's episode, which will be airing next Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> if you like what you're hearing, then you should definitely share this podcast with a friend, with a cousin, with a family member. <laughs> and if you really feel in it, you know, if you like it, then you should leave a review on it. <laughs> if you like it, then you should leave a review on it. <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. That is where you are able to rate and review this podcast if you enjoy it. I would love that. Thank you in advance if you are, which I know you are doing that. <laughs> also, follow Blunt Boy Mama on Instagram. Follow Blunt Boy Mama on Twitter. Follow BBM Clothing Line on Instagram, which is Blunt Boy Mama merch. That's where you can shop it, buy it, cop it, tag me in it. Tag BBM Clothing Line in it and get featured on Blunt Boy Mama's page. Yeah, check it out. You guys are already loving it, but I love it too. So like, of course you guys are going to love it. I would not be giving y'all something that's like shit. It's not shit. It's the shit. It's dope. Some dope ass merch. So you should definitely check it out. And you can also like Blunt Boy Mama on Facebook. You can become a Blunt Boy Mama patron by clicking the link at the top of the page on bluntboymama.com backslash podcast. Y'all, you know I'm high. <laughs> and once you do that, you'll see a link at the top of the page that says page that says click here to become a Blunt Boy Mama patron. And there you can sign up and for as little as $2 <laughs> and you can get up to three extra episodes of the podcast a month. You get shout outs here on the podcast. You will also get free merch. I mean, need I say more? You're able to communicate with me directly. Come on. So it's really, it's a good deal. And at the end of the day, you know that you're supporting a black woman's podcast, a black mom's podcast. And it means the world to me to have the support of the patrons that I do have. Thank you so much, you guys. And I appreciate all of you guys' support and everything and all the love and all the messages. I read them all. Um, so thank you so much for all of your support. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Bye.